Hi, this is Greg Hudson, host of All About Leesburg and Loudoun, the podcast. The podcast interviews local politicians, business owners, musical acts, and everyday citizens in what makes Leesburg and Loudoun a great place to visit and live. Welcome to today's episode. All About Leesburg and Loudoun is sponsored by the Leesburg Diner. The Leesburg Diner at 9 South King Street in Leesburg, Virginia, offers a wide variety of cuisine, including takeout from the curbside during these challenging times. Call Maria Pearson at 703-777-1800 and she will take care of all of your needs. The Leesburg Diner in Leesburg, Virginia. Hi, this is Greg Hudson with All About Leesburg and Loudoun, the podcast. This is something really new and exciting today. We are talking to the mayor of Leesburg, Kelly Burke, somebody who I have admired through the years. And today, you and I finally get to sit down and talk all about Leesburg, your career as the mayor, 34 years, I believe, as a teacher in Loudoun County. And then you've also had other very prestigious positions here uh, in the town and in the county as well. So welcome to All About Leesburg and Loudoun, the podcast. You are my very first person, and I could think of nobody better to have to talk to today. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's really nice of you. Yeah. And I'm really excited to be here. This is fun. I'm excited, too. This is great. So, you know, we're going to dive in. I'm going to have a whole host of questions for you today. Okay. Um, And we're going to start off uh, kind of on a little bit of a serious note. Um, Obviously, uh, as we speak today... Um, the coronavirus is something that has really taken hold of really not only um, the United States, but the world. Um, and we're seeing the impacts here in Loudoun County and in Leesburg. Very definitely. Um, so I wanted to get some of your thoughts today around how you feel the response is going here in Leesburg and what we're doing to really kind of help businesses and help our residences out during this time. Well, it is. It, it really is important to get the information out. And so um, the town manager, uh, Mr. Dentler, has been very diligent in making sure that the council knows what are the steps that we're taking, what's going on. He runs the day-to-day activity of the town, right. uh, of the town council, you know, the, the town government. So, um, so then we have been um, sending it out in our various social medias so that people can know what are the things that we're doing. Right. Um, you know, we're we're doing a lot of telecommuting with employees. Uh, okay. We're trying to make sure that people feel safe and comfortable. We've got a whole program of how we're, we're taking care of cleaning the, the government center. Uh, we are closing some facilities, but we're keeping other ones open. And we want just to make sure that everybody knows that this is a very serious um, event, right. but that we're on top of it and that we're taking care of it, that we're aware of it. And we are working with the county and the health department to make sure that what we're doing is the best practice as possible. Absolutely. Well, we really appreciate everything that you're doing and the council members, as well as um, the, uh, the Loudoun County uh, leaders as well. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen great communication. And uh, if you could pass that along, I uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, go ahead. They had a uh, press conference just about an hour ago. They did, yes. And they've been holding almost every couple of days, uh, keeping us informed. So that's uh, definitely great. Um, You were a school teacher. And I I wanted to kind of ask, because this is now really crucial. Um, We have students here in Loudoun County that are going to be off of school for the next three weeks, maybe even longer. Correct. 
you've had really great experience teaching. Any advice for us parents as there is uncertainty <laughs> right There's a now, lot of uncertainty, that's yeah, for sure. As to how the, you know, we've talked about distance learning. We've heard a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. um, I know that uh, uh, the, the Loudoun County School superintendent's looking to purchase just a boatload yeah. of Chromebooks. Right. Um, I think got a $5 million budget uh, for that. Right. Um, but any advice just as a school teacher to us to parents that are out there that are going to have our kids basically shut in for the next three weeks plus. <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the big thing is to make sure that you keep to a schedule. Right. Um, that's really important for kids yeah. to know that there's going to be a schedule uh, of we're going to do this and then we're going to go there and we're going to, you know, use the outdoors, use the ability to get outside um, and... Uh, most certainly, uh, the, the school system is going to put together a distance learning program here in the next couple of days that will right. go out to all the parents. And, and so you can use that to continue. Don't let the kids get behind in their schoolwork kind of stuff. Right. Um, but most certainly, that schedule part of it is very important. It's, it, kids really rely on, on consistency. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we're going to see uh, some parents pulling their hair out yeah. uh, soon enough. <laughs> but your advice is, uh, is you know, uh, I appreciate that. Right. And it is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. For, I don't know what all the parents are doing in regard to daycare and how they're going to yeah. go, go to work. Are they going to be able to telecommute? Are they going to have to go to work and find someone to watch the situation? I don't. That's that's tough, and it's I really an feel bad for. Yeah, parents. it's an incredibly changeable time, and. Yeah. Uh, really in our history right. and in how we adapt to it. I think it's going to really change the way that we operate in the future as well. So, right. you know, home-based schooling um, as well as, you know, home, you know, working from home. Right. This is a changeable time. We're kind of creating the playbook as we go along. And yeah. from a government standpoint as well, yes. you are creating your own playbook. <laughs> That's that true. could be utilized, who knows how long down the road. Right. So, you know, so I appreciate you addressing, you know, the COVID-19. Um, but I want to kind of totally change gears here, and let's talk a little bit about your life. Um, growing up, did you feel, as a kid, driven to public service? What was uh, what kind of led you down this incredible path? Well, um, I came from a, a, an Irish family. There were okay. five five kids, and. Um, you know, you always hear the story, you know, don't talk politics, religion, or money at the dinner table. <laughs> right. Well, we were expected to. Okay. And we had better know our issues, and we would, we were always respectful, but you, the discussion was always political, or always religious, or always money. And so we were, we were kind of trained to be involved. I mean, I remember the very first thing, um, muscular dystrophy used to have carnivals. Oh, yeah. And uh, my brother and I had a, a carnival in our backyard. We made all of $7. Wow. And we were very excited, though. We made $7 <laughs> for nice. muscular dystrophy. Yeah. And we did it for years and years uh, after that until we were well into our late teens. But um, that was always part of what my family was interested in and what we were we were taught. My, my sister was Nancy Reagan's press secretary. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in the Republican administration. And my brother worked for uh, the Democratic governors, Warner and Belisles. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, we all went off on separate ways, um, but we always, have always kept our eye on what's politically going on and how, how do we, and we still, to this day, you know, we have some interesting conversations at Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it's a blend, it's a blended it's political a blend, family. It is. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. No, uh, uh, the holidays must be fun, but oh, hopefully not too tense, right? No, there's not okay. tense at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's really, that's really interesting. Um, so, you know, we talked a little bit about it at the beginning. You, you were a school teacher for 34 was, years. Yes. Um, tell me about those years, kind of what did you teach and who did you teach? And just tell me a little bit about that experience. 
Well, when I started out, um, I started uh, as a special ed teacher. Nice. Um, and it was a new program called Children with Learning Disabilities. And okay. nobody really knew what it was. Right. Um, and parents did not want to be, didn't want their kids to be labeled and really fought uh, when they would be tested and identified. And by the time I was done, uh, parents were demanding that their kids be identified because yeah. the programs developed to help kids. And right. it was always <clears throat> small classes um, or joining the regular class with, with me coming with them. And for instance, my last four years, um, I was in a civics class, okay. and the uh, civics teacher and I uh, would trade off, um, but he was totally on the other side of the political spectrum that I was, <laughs> okay. and we would, we would argue, <laughs> right. and the kids yeah. would be like, unbelievable, the teachers are arguing, wow. and we had so much fun with it, and okay. uh, he'd say something, and I'd be like, uh, Mr. Miller, um, <laughs> let me give you my side of it, but it teaches you how to... Uh, as a teacher, you have to learn to get to to understand different people, different people's roles. Right. And so you have to understand the parents that come in that are angry. Mm -hmm. They're angry because they're concerned and they're worried about their child. Right. You have to understand the child that's angry and and might lash out because he doesn't understand why he can't learn. Why is he knows he's not stupid, right. but he can't figure out how to do this, and it gets very frustrating. And so you have to learn how to how to how to help that situation. Yeah. And then you have to you're always dealing with you know the fellow teachers and things that are going on. So it was it's it was it was the love of my life. I mean, that I used nice. to wake up and think I can't believe they're paying me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good feeling, right? And I never called in sick. I was yeah. never sick. Um, oh. The only time I ever uh, took any leave was maternity leave. So, wow. Um, but I really loved what I did, and um, I, I hope that I made a difference for some people. Um, some of the kids have come back and talked to me, but I taught them in middle school, and they'll come back to me when they're in their 30s. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they're disappointed. I don't remember who they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot stuff. of kids over the years, that's right? True. How many do you think? Of, oh, you I don't have know. a total? I, no? don't, I have no idea. <laughs> but I do have uh, a young man. Well, he's 50. He just turned 50. Okay. That uh, was my first year of teaching. Wow. And he always kept in touch with me through the years. Okay. And um, so he, uh, he lives in the area. And uh, we get together every couple of months. That's very and nice. It is. And I know his family and all that kind of stuff. That's really cool. So, um, obviously, incredibly rewarding. You you taught a lot of students that had learning, you know, what at the time was labeled as learning disabilities. Right. I mean, I know today, you know, what, what a lot of what they say is, you're a, you know, your student or your child is in an IEP program. Right. right. Um, how do you think, uh, I know it's been maybe a few years since you retired. How do you think that that had evolved over time from where maybe in the 70s, maybe mm -hmm. it was labeled learning, disab you know, learning dis disabled right. to now more of an IEP type of a program? Well, Any differences that you saw? Well, the that? IEP is the actual document that right. you okay. have to put together okay. to create that, right. um, uh, that program. But, sure. um, and we used to have to write them by hand. Yes. And it would be pages <laughs> long, and we would have to write them by hand. Okay. And then when we had, you know, we moved to the computers, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Right, well, then right. they just became longer okay. <laughs> and yeah. more involved. Okay. Um, but the, the whole idea of special ed itself yeah, changed ed. dramatically. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it used to be that you were stuffed in a small room uh, right. with two or three kids, um, and then that, that moved out to expand into different different environments altogether. Yeah, very um, interesting. So in the identifying, the way to identify, and the different strategies, you learn through the years. Absolutely. And, um, and, and so it's an ongoing process. Well, it's nice that your students go back and they visit you. We all have, I, I can say, some of the greatest uh, mentors in my life are, are the teachers uh, that uh, that helped me out through yeah. the years. Oh, and, that's nice to hear. You know, it's nice to go back and uh, and 
contacts, some of them my English teacher from high school, uh, yep. Mary Kay Downs. No, wow, she may be watching. There you go. <laughs> um, she uh, she was somebody that uh, was instrumental in changing my life. Um, she would say, Greg, you're the only student I ever had that could keep one eye opened and pay attention in <laughs> class and then be sleeping on the other side. So anyway, I learned a lot from her, though. That's and nice. she's somebody that, that I really admire. Um, obviously, you have led an incredibly public-driven life since I've known you, which, uh, knowing, and what I mean by knowing you, uh, you've seen me at town council meetings, uh -huh. sometimes raising a point. Um, we've worked together uh, on the diversity task force, that's right. which was really, uh, that's where I really became to know you and admire you uh, greatly. Um, but over the uh, past four years or so as mayor, or even looking back at your time in, on town council, what work are you most proud of um, that you feel has improved the lives of those living here within Leesburg? Well, there's, there's, um, there's a number of things. One of them, the sidewalks out on the street, right. believe it or not. That took eight years to pass widening the sidewalks. And when we did that, that was the beginning of the revitalization of downtown. Right. And we were fortunate enough to have individuals like Mr. O'Connor, who yes. was willing to invest in the town and see that this was, there was possibilities there. Right. Um, I most certainly am very proud of the youth job fair. Absolutely. Um, I started that when I was on the board of supervisors and, and then brought it with me. And that, is, that has really made some, some incredible changes for some individuals that, that made a real difference for them. And that's great. Yes. Um, I'm, you know, I've always emphasized the importance of safety in supporting mm. uh, our police department. We have a very professional police department. Not all localities can say that. Um, but I'm very proud that we do and that we can, that we, we support them and support, uh, make sure that they are uh, trained and know what they need to do and how to do it without making it all about putting people in the cars and taking them to jail. Right. Kind yeah. of thing. Um, I'm very proud of the fact that um, the downtown is come back to life. That was one of my big motivators to get on the town council was try to work with how do we get the downtown up and running again. Absolutely. Um, and when I first moved here, many of the buildings were boarded up. Yeah. yeah, and so um, we have really seen the town. And I was—I uh, will—I'll be, be very frank. When we were talking about the widening of the sidewalks, if you remember, um, I think you were—you were there, and you voted on that. There was a, a packed room. A lot of us were naysayers That's uh, true. relative to that. And I remember <laughs> the passion of business owners, yes. some for and some against, some right. crying. Right. Um, but uh, it has, uh, I will be the first to say, and I'm going to say it right now, uh, <laughs> to uh, David Butler, uh, who was a big proponent of this. Right. I apologize, Dave, because um, <laughs> I, was, I was totally wrong. Um, well, but good of you to admit it. Yeah, I admit it. I, you know, um, I gave him a hard time um, and some others. But, uh, but I've got to say, it has worked out great. We drive down the street. My wife points and she goes, Greg, you were totally wrong. She does it every time we have a first Friday. Uh, the place is, is, it has revitalized. The music that you hear coming, you know, from the buildings, uh, even during the week, mm -hmm. it's, it's nice. Um, and, uh, and then all the different businesses that we have as well. It's just right. absolutely uh, kudos to those who supported this. Um, because it has really revitalized this town. Right. And, uh, and even through the coronavirus situation that we're in currently, um, I really hope that uh, we can continue the momentum and see things continue to grow. Absolutely. So good job Absolutely. Uh, on that. Um, and some other accomplishments. Yes, please. Um, you yes. know, I feel very strongly that we, um, that we are stewards of uh, the taxpayer. 
and the right. taxpayers' money. And so we've worked very hard to get as much out of the tax dollars uh, as we possibly can and provide the services that people expect. Um, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Uh, it's a lot. It's easy to spend a lot of money and do things, but you, yeah. if you gotta, you gotta be forthright and know that that's not that's someone's money that they they had to put forward for these services, and you need to be very wise in how you use them. And so we've been very careful about the tax rate and what we what services we are providing and how how we provide them. Right. The biggest I think the biggest confusion, um, and it may just be me, um, you have. Loudoun County taxes, and you have the town of Leesburg, and sometimes, right. <laughs> I'll admit, like, I thought I paid that bill, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't. <laughs> so, uh, any any thoughts around how that might change, or is it just always going to be kind of separated? Oh, no. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we just initiated a program last year okay. um, that the county will be uh, billing you and collecting the taxes okay. and reimbursing us. So, oh, nice. instead of getting two bills, that's good. you will now have one bill that says... You owe the county this okay. much and the town this much. Okay. And it goes straight to the one place, and then they re reimburse us back. Okay. Well, maybe I've missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I paid the bill. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for, for sharing that. What sure. else? Anything else uh, regarding accomplishments or things that you're really proud of? Well, I'm really proud of the, the staff that we have at right. the town government. They, they give above and beyond. They really yeah. believe that they're serving the people, and they work very hard and very diligently. And so I'm very proud of the uh, the staff that we have working, representing the town, and, and uh, all the stuff that they do. It's, it's great, pretty great. great. And you know, just um, you know, the whole uh, idea of um, Idly and the and and that community uh, environment there, that people go there and they really love it and they want to continue to go there and they they use it. It's a, a great facility. Um, so, so there's, uh, you know, I could go on and on. Well, no, I know you can. <laughs> so, so this kind of takes me back. This wasn't one of my questions, but we had a darn tornado that tore through That's part true. of our town here uh, about a month ago, maybe a That's little right. bit. What, what in the world did you think when you heard the news that a tornado had hit that was Leesburg? Wild. That was wild. Yeah. And ironically, we just had hired our emergency manager. Okay. Uh, it's a, it was a new position we created, and, wow. and he was there for a day in the tornado yeah hit right. and then this and now the coronavirus yeah, now and, but um i walked the neighborhoods the next day okay um i wanted to see how people were doing and what was happening and i have to say it was pretty eye-opening i yes. i i thought a tornado oh you know might have just skipped over but no it really ripped out some people's houses yeah it really and did roofs were gone and trees were in their living room and um but the thing that really struck me was to a person every one of the people that i talked to thanked the town uh and the town uh uh, street division because yeah. we got them out there right away and they were taking down the trees and mulching everything up and getting it out right. of the way and opening streets up and helping the people and the the families and the people on those streets that were affected truly truly appreciated the, all the hard work they did it was really amazing you know um i was just getting set up for the day i was working from home and uh, i live in that subdivision and all of a sudden there was just a, a whoosh of, of wind that went by fortunately I think it got spinning just uh, maybe about a quarter of a mile from where I live. Really? Wow. Which was something. But, but what was amazing to me, um, I had to take a phone call uh, shortly thereafter. But within about an hour and a half, I was like, I've got to get in my car and go see what in the world has occurred. Because I saw it on the news. And I did. The first thing that I saw were town of Leesburg trucks, the first ones on yeah. the scene. Yeah. And that was really impressive. Yeah. So kudos again to, uh, to the town on that. And yeah. for any... Uh, 
action taken by the town manager, you, uh, all everybody that came together to make that happen. So Absolutely. that was really great. I know we could talk a lot more about your accomplishments because they're, they're a lot, more, they're very long, <laughs> but maybe I'll, as we wrap up, you can share okay. a few more. Um, so, you know, we were talking about the, uh, your annual job fair. Um, tell us a little bit more about that program and some of the uh, success stories that you've seen over the years that have come from that. Well, um, we just had it last week, right. last weekend, and we had 78 businesses that were hiring. And they were businesses from technology businesses to restaurant businesses to um, uh, moving companies to lawn care to um, uh, uh, there, there were some retail people there. So it was a whole variety of, of jobs, and right. a lot of more professional jobs that were offering internships. And they, um, as they were leaving, I would I went and talked to all the vendors. And as they were leaving, I asked what they're, you know, what how did they think about it? And they all were very impressed with the kids. They, you know, that what uh, what an amazing group of of kids that were so that already had skills that uh, they didn't have when they were first starting out. And so, um, so so that was really great to hear. It was great to see so many there, and it was great to see all the kids. Right. Like interacting and, and the parents standing back watching, you know, That's so great. proud. Yeah, yeah, really. That's but fantastic. we I've had an, I've had a large number of kids come back and say, mm-hmm. you know, that's that started me. That was my yeah. first job. I learned to, to follow a schedule. I learned to be bossed around. <laughs> I didn't like it all the time, but I learned it and um, a couple of them have gone on to continue in those companies that's where fantastic. they first started. Yeah. yeah. It's a great program. Um, you know, uh, uh, I've watched it evolve a little bit over time and promote it on the uh, All About Leesburg site Thank as you well. So I, hopefully that helps a little bit. Yep. But, um, but I'm, uh, you know, I think so many times I tell my kids, I said, listen, guys, it's, t- you know, it's, it's almost game on. It's yeah. time to start finding that first summer job. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, when you graduate high school, there, there are expectations. So the program that you've put together uh, with others is, is really something that uh, as my kids are, are inching their way forward. I'm looking yeah. forward to taking advantage of that. Well, good. I hope Probably you do. next year. Good. I hope Let's you Let's hope do. there's not a virus. No, and I have to give credit to the Economic yeah. Development Department. Okay, they great. really, uh, they really took it on and have made it even better every year. That's and great. so I, I give them a lot of kudos for their hard Excellent. work. Excellent. Um, we have seen obviously a resurgence in the business here in downtown Leesburg. We talked a lot about that. Um, you may have already answered this, but what do you think really was the catalyst for the change here in town? Because I remember maybe seven or eight years ago, maybe it's a little bit more now, where uh, there were business owners that were like, we couldn't keep businesses in long enough, um, but we have seen a real culture shift. What do you, where do you think that, that change really started to happen? Well, a couple of things came together. One was the widening of the sidewalk, right. making it more attractive for people to see outside dining. And, oh, there are people there. I need to right. go there, too. Yeah. Um, there's, as I said before, the, the investment of the, the uh, property owners to making yeah. their buildings attractive and yeah. uh, up-to-date, and that was important. Uh, you had a change in the, the population. Uh, the population got a little younger and a little yeah. more interested in going out, not you know, uh, not necessarily going to antique shops, but going someplace <laughs> where they could have fun and do things. Right. Um, and, and so that was a component to it. And then the increase in the, the amount of housing around the town that made mm-hmm. it accessible for people. Um, uh, you know, the first Friday events that we have, right. um, the different um, 
all the different, like the Flower and Garden Show, um, and the uh, you know uh, the parades and things like that. Yes. All of that together brings people down and brings people. And and as long as you've got attractive places, attractive businesses like this. Um, it makes a difference, and Absolutely. so people become interested, and they want to they want to be downtown. They want to be able to do things downtown, and yeah. uh, so all of it together, I think, is just came at the right time. Absolutely, and you know, I, I know there's some disappointment, obviously, with the garden show being canceled, and I think yes. all kinds of things. Right. So as you start to think forward, and we don't know what the future is going to hold with this uh, with things, how do you think we can? Um, as a community, and, and you as the mayor, uh, with the town council, with the business leaders, um, really ensure that this is not an economic killer I know. for our small businesses. Right, and we're about you know we've we've had quite a few conversations about that, and uh, we have a data we have data of all the businesses. Sure. Um, our economic development department is reaching out to every one of them to right. find out what's going on, how are you doing, is there anything that we can do to help, that kind of stuff. Um, we've got, we've been working with the Small Business Administration and the Small Business Development Center right here in town. Oh, They've got a loan program now that uh, the uh, state just released that uh, local businesses can apply to and get a, a loan that might hold them over until things calm down and get back to, back to you know, somewhat That's normal. normal. Yes. Um, we have asked all of the businesses to, um, uh, in their social media, tell people what you're doing to make your place safe. Right. And yeah. when people see that, oh, these, you know, the, the restaurants are super cleaning everything and sanitizing everything, or, or that the, the dress shop across the street is really taking great care to make sure that everything is cleaned off and at the end of the day and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but they need to communicate that to people. So people say, oh, it's, it's okay to come downtown. It's okay to go to wherever. So, um, so that's, Part of what we're we're trying to get uh, the businesses to 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 do, and then, you know, just encourage people to shop local. It's really important to shop locally. Absolutely, and we do that, and we have that. Uh, what is it? The the event in around the holidays, right? Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's almost. I hope when all of this settles down, that maybe we can try to, you know, share some ideas to where you know Leesburg is truly back open for business. Right. And we can have like a small business summer yeah, <laughs> day right, or something, right? right? Or a weekend. Yes, something because, along those lines. Yeah, because we're going to need to help idea. out. I mean, it, right. I'm so worried about, um, you know, a lot of the businesses here oh, in town. so am I, yes. And, uh, and we're going to really need to kind of jumpstart uh, things once this hopefully settles down, hopefully right. in a couple of months. And, and it's got to. I yeah. mean, we have to believe that it's got to. Yeah. You know, that it can't be forever. Right. Really. <laughs> so, well, those are some nice thoughts. Um, you know, and kind of uh, kind of talking about that a little bit more. Um, you know, I think we kind of already addressed this. Uh, you know, it, it's we're getting to tourist season. Um, we you know the spring and garden show or the spring garden show is is canceled. And, you know, we're going to have the the Fourth of July is a huge event here in town. Mm -hmm. um, any words of advice again for our business owners, just to kind of keep them. Uh, Keep them kind of steady and calm during this time? Well, just, you know, take advantage of the programs that we've got Absolutely. going for us. Yeah. And making sure that you are getting the word out, that you're open yeah. for business and that you're welcoming people and that it's a safe environment. Right. Uh, it's really important. Um, yeah. You know, not only has the Flower and Garden Show uh, been canceled, but also Keep Leesburg Beautiful, which uh, is another that's thing. That's a huge That event. is. I, that, uh, Susan Horn and I started that yes. uh, years and years ago. And... Um, 
and it gets bigger in every year. And I mean, we pick up tons of, of litter. And so to know that it's going to be sitting there. I've seen those bags. And you have a pretty uh, healthy spirited uh, competition among yes, the various council members That's as right. well. That's right. right. <laughs> so, and there's a, is it a golden trash can or it is. what is it? It yeah. is. And it's between staff and council. Okay. And who typically wins? Well, it seems like it's every other year. Um. Okay. So that's not going to happen because no. of all of this. That's a real bummer. It is. So maybe what we could do, but we got to be safe, is have our kids grab a trash bag and at least clean up around our right. communities, right? That's right. And right. then toss it in the trash. You know, it is amazing how after many winters, we've had bad winters. This has been a, a, a mild one. The amount of litter that just collects. So right. I appreciate right. what you, happens every spring. Yeah, and it's important because it, before it all starts to grow up and get lost in the yeah. in the brush. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's important that it get picked up. But. Well, good work on that. I think I've seen you collect a couple of big tires over the years. That's right. <laughs> so good work <laughs> on that. Um, so we're we're kind of getting close to the end here. Um, so this is kind of the the fun stuff. Um, and I'm not going to go off script too much. I told you it might get dangerous, but I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> so outside of your responsibilities as mayor, um, what are some of the things that you do just for fun and to unwind? Because I always see you at ribbon cuttings and doing all kinds of things. It seems like you're always working. But set, Sometimes set it feels all, like set, that. <laughs> set all of that aside. What, what are you up to these days when you're just trying to unwind? Well, my husband and I walk uh, two to three miles every day. Good for uh, you. Over in Morven Park. Okay. Um, that's that starts the day. Okay. Um, and that's that's a that's a real good. Um, it's a, such a peaceful, beautiful place right. that it's that that's a great place to start. Uh, I am a grandmother. I have two grandchildren oh, nice. that I love to hang out with, little redheads. Okay. And they're delightful, and they're at a great age, and and so that's that's a great deal of fun. And I'm a reader, so I I yes. I read a lot to just kind of forget about what else is going on. <laughs> so okay. So speaking of reading, then whatever what's uh, what's kind of one of your favorite books. If there was a mayor book club, what books would you suggest? Well, I, I mean, if you're talking about recent books or... Uh, well, I anything. Mean, yeah, well, what's your favorites? My favorite book was To Kill a Knockingbird. Okay. Um, I must have read that four times. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, but I'm a big James James Lee Burke fan. Okay. Um, I have all of his books. Um, and so uh, I, I, I wait. When I finish one, I wait. I can't wait for him to do the next one. <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I lean towards, uh, for my entertainment, I lean towards fiction as opposed okay. to uh, nonfiction. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. And uh, so I, I just, um, you know, I, I, I made Benchley is another one I really enjoy. So, so there's just a lot of that. I just really enjoy sitting down and reading a book. And it's That's not nice. unusual to finish a book in one sitting. Good you know? for you. So, wow. um, so then I got to go look for another one. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so outside of Leesburg, um, when you take a vacation, where, what is the ideal vacation spot for you and your husband? Um. You know, uh, he's a, a huge baseball fan. Okay. So, like, we're at the end. We well, I hope we're going in May. Okay. Uh, to Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. Uh, to the the see the Pirates play. Okay. Um, so we do a lot of that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, now, if it were me, it's I'm at the ocean. That's where I. Okay. You know, that's my favorite place. <laughs> but, but he grew up in upstate New York, so he doesn't like the ocean. He doesn't know about it. He doesn't. Right. It scares him. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, that's uh, so the ocean. Where do you get any any place in particular, or just well, wherever there's water? Wherever there's water, is okay. always the best thing. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So you know, we're kind of wrapping it up uh, here. Um, any final words? Uh, you know, anything else you want to share as a teacher, community leader? 
friend. I, I consider you a friend. Well, thank you. I well do you too. Mayor. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, let me share a story with you that happened the other day. Yeah, sure. Um, every year, the and I meant to bring it. I was going to show you this book, the uh, Loudoun Country Day School. Uh, they're pre pre kindergarten students, so these right. are, kids are four and five years old. They study about the mayor, and so then they ask me to come in and and they they do a book and they draw a picture of me and then they say what they would do if they were mayor. And it's very entertaining. It's, it's hysterically funny, actually. But um, this one little girl was sitting there, and she, she didn't, uh, all the other kids were ta- talking, and she was very thoughtful. I could tell she was thinking about something. So I asked her what, what, was, what was on her mind, and she said, um, she said, have you ever been shy? Oh. And I said, uh, yes. I said, I'm very shy. Mm-hmm. I said, I, my natural inclination is to, to step and be in the back of the room. And it's not natural for me to be in front of the cameras or the microphones or, um, I have to really work at it. Sure. And she paused for a minute and she said, so does that mean that I could be mayor? And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) That's my cry. (laughs) That's so cute. But it was. And so you could see that she saw somebody and was thinking, can I be like that? Can I do that? But I'm shy and quiet, so I can't. So so to see that impact of changing that young child's mind to, I can do it, is very exciting. Absolutely. um, I hope maybe she will be the mayor someday. Well, I hope so too. (laughs) That's that's really sweet. Man, that kind of gave me a chill bump. (laughs) You know, um, know, uh, Madam Mayor, I mean, you uh, you have been an inspiration to so many, I think, within our community. Oh, that's um, very kind of you. I'm just going to share a couple of words real quick as we okay. kind of wrap it up. Um, you know, where I really got to know you and your leadership, again, was when we were doing the... Uh, uh, the diversity task force. And, um, you know, there was some concern, uh, quite frankly, by some within our community uh, that we weren't doing enough uh, for the diversity. And, and, and that was many years ago now, before there was a great awareness, I think, of, around diversity in the workforce. In my own company, there's a, a great awareness of it now where there right. wasn't even just a couple of years ago. So I, um, I applaud you and others for, um, for that effort. Right. Uh, and recognizing there was a need right. uh, back in those times. And, and I found it, for me personally, um, I found it incredibly eye-opening. I was able to work with such a diverse group of people. Right. And I didn't really realize um, from that experience the things that I had learned. Um, but you were there, and you were involved, and you rolled up your sleeves. There was some great debate in a couple of those uh, conversations. Some of us didn't see things the way... Uh, you know, others did. But for sure. me, it was a, an, an amazing experience, which I think, you know, I was just part of that initial task force, and then things have evolved now over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appreciate um, you uh, directly being involved in, in that dialogue and being at those meetings and at times being the moderator as well, just to keep us focused and on point <laughs> to where we would then deliver a report. Right. And like, you know, while some of us didn't agree with everything, right. we were able to come to a consensus and put actions together, which right. were able to implement um, the uh, diversity uh, commission as right. well. So thank you for Well, that. thank you for serving on it. I it appreciate was fun. that. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it was an honor to do so. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today to sit down with me Um We've never really sat down one-on-one, and I've learned a lot about you today. Um, <laughs> we'll need to change the roles. Yeah, we time. will. Maybe and we I'll can do that. I'll ask the questions. <laughs> Gosh, help us all. Uh, there's a lot to share. Do we have five hours? Um, no. But uh, you, you are just wonderful. Thanks well, so thank much. You. Thank I wish you, you all the best uh, as you continue to serve our town um, and whatever the future holds. 
Um, actually, real quick, any anything in the future in the works for you? Well, I have a re-election campaign. All right. Are you are you you're gearing up for it? I am. I was going to do a kickoff, and of course, I canceled it. Tagnet it, right? Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll postpone it to it may or something. So you are going to run again. I am running again. All yes. right. Well, best of luck Thank with you. that. And if you uh, seek higher office as well. We'll be there to uh, maybe have a follow-up conversation All as right. well. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks thank for you. being the very first person so that honored. I interviewed Gosh. for the All About Leesburg and Loudon podcast. Who would have ever have imagined? I know. But thank you. Thank much you. Much appreciated. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So um, just our residents may want to get a, get in touch with you. What's the best way to reach out to you? Well, my email address is kburke, burke without an e, at leesburgva.gov. But I also have a Facebook, um, which is Kelly Burke uh, Mayor, Leesburg Mayor. And a lot of people converse with me on that, on that page. Um, so either of those are great ways. And you could always call 703-431-1665. Absolutely. And you also have, when I look at your Facebook page, there's uh, a couple of times a month where you set up a temporary office in one I of do. our local businesses too, I do. right? I do. And uh, I try to do that twice a month. Great. Well, I hope a lot of people take advantage of that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All About Leesburg and Loudon's mission is to bring our community together through meaningful content, promoting the small business owner, community and civic leaders, musicians, comedians, sports figures, and everything that makes Leesburg and Loudon great. 